Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot com. Welcome to Worst Year Ever, a production of iHeartRadio. Everything's a coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-co
And for a lot of people, it was a celebration of defeating Trump, which yep. was a, a yeah. He's a powerful... loser. He lost. He's a loser. Yeah, yeah it's a powerful yeah. and it's emotional experience. Yeah, it's hard to celebrate um, the Democrats when uh, and the same stupid party that reelected Chuck Schumer. Yeah, yeah. we'll talk so. about that. A yeah, bit. it's just yeah. I I I think that that a lot of us grappled <sighs> with that this weekend. Like there there is a joy at. Seeing Trump lose for me, I felt joy. Mm-hmm. I felt joy looking at people celebrating in the oh, streets. Yeah. I cried seeing a lot. Seeing the Proud Boys sad. Oh, <laughs> seeing God. the Proud Boys yeah, yeah. sad oh, made me cry. So that photo um, of Trump sad boy in the car. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it it was hard. It's hard to also see people waving Biden Harris flags, uh, knowing that these same people, at least on paper, are for all of these progressive things that we want to see happen, but they maybe don't realize uh, what it means to be wholeheartedly pro-Biden and and Kamala. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, uh, again, yeah, joy for their loss and uh, the uh, enjoying the losers lose. Um, the Joe Biden um, ushered in the the bad period that we just voted away mm-hmm. um and his goal uh and we'll talk about this a little bit too later uh seems to be to reset the country to the conditions that were around as soon as we elected the guy like, that we wanted to get rid of do y'all know what edging is yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that that's what we're we might like one of the possibilities is obviously that that Joe Biden leads us to a more competent fascist who ushers in a, a a nightmare hellscape that makes the Trump years look like a fucking walk in the park. Another option is that Biden ushers in another incompetent fascist who fucks mm-hmm. around for four years and gets kicked out. And we're just edging our way into Back fascism. And forth. Yeah, but we yeah. never quite go in. We don't we don't ever do the electoral equivalent of coming, which is mm-hmm. electing Adolf Hitler. Right. I shouldn't say that. Um anyway. Sorry, back to you, Cody. Oh God! Oh no! Now I gotta ooh. Um, yeah, no, that's just it's uh, it's something that um, it it's fine, but that will be a thing to be reminded of uh, from now until um, whichever the scenarios that Robert laid out happen. Uh, one thing that I also this was just the funniest thing to me on that day, because um, you know the honking, the cheering, all this stuff. It's like oh, everybody's so happy. That's nice. We don't get a lot of that. We don't get a lot of like Absolutely. amazing wins. Mm. But even but even in the sense of like um you know we got 911. Uh mm-hmm. the closest like thing to celebrate was Osama bin Laden dying. Like that's the that's the victory we got. Uh yeah. we don't have we don't have a moon landing. We don't have like a a big celebration and it was really cool to see people just see like that. full of joy in the streets. Yeah. One thing that was very funny to me amidst that scenario um, every once in a while seeing like a Biden Harris sign and be like, come on guys, that's not why we're here. Cool. it." Not every once uh, in a while, but yeah, a lot. But, uh, and then, uh, then to cap it off, I was walking down the street and, uh, it was this guy in a rise of Skywalker hoodie, <laughs> <laughs> um, which like blew my mind more than anything else there. Um, maybe he was just like, Oh, now's the day when now's no one will notice day. my, my rise of Skywalker um, hoodie. This well, there's no better time, I guess. Um, no better time now more I, than ever. I just want to say though. I mean, I've seen this sentiment shared online. It's okay to feel joy and celebrate his loss while also being critical of this incoming administration and worried about the state of this country. Uh, And it's okay to 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 have all of those emotions at once. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And it is just so powerful. (laughs) I mean, when Obama won. We didn't have people pouring into the streets to dance and celebrate. It's just a real testament as to how fucking hated this awful creature yeah, is. Yeah, that's anyway. the thing. I was I was listening to Knowledge Fight, which is uh, my favorite podcast, and it it talks about like they go over what Alex Jones is doing at all times. And, like one of his one of his employees at Infowars made the point that like it has to, this the election has to have been faked because can you imagine Joe Biden getting the most votes that any presidential <laughs> candidate has ever gotten and it's like no Joe Biden cannot inspire that kind no. of loyalty but Donald Trump can inspire that amount of hate yep yep <laughs> yep yeah absolutely it's good. we love it 
We'd love to see it. Don't yeah, we? I mean, I mean, like, there's a lot of people who are extremely happy to have Kamala in the White House. And, you know, that's not necessarily people being like, I love every single one of her policies, but I love that she is there. Yeah. I mean, the she, fact that there we have the first woman she, in the White House, uh, let alone a person of color, um, is, of course, an incredible monument that that we should be proud of. Um, it just sucks that it is her. Uh, I don't, yeah. I, I mean, like. I don't know. As a white guy, I'm not going to comment. Like, obviously, if people if there's people who feel good. Well, because of I, that, then that's that's. Good. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, I, I I've seen yeah. a lot of people posting. I have a video of a friend with a little girl and Kamala said her speech about. You know, girl in the white girls in the White House Won't and the little the girl last. turned around and the little girl turned around and said, I'm a little girl. Yeah. So I push back from the standpoint of showing people, women, what's possible, the fact that it means a lot to a lot of people. Uh, that's cool. That that can be true. I'm also but glad also we Hillary. can do better. And also, yeah. yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're both narcs. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's the point, right? It's yeah. that even, even uh, women can be powerful monsters, right? Yeah. I am excited well, yeah. for the first girl power drone strike on a school bus in Yemen. Exactly. That's what we're, that's what we're praying for. That's what but we're, I also like, like I, I do think the point Katie that I think I, in my fucking irony and joy poisoned leftist brain, like have trouble. Like, like it is true that like a little kid seeing somebody who looks like them in a position of power like that, when they've never seen that before, it does matter. And that little kid doesn't know about the horrible things. Kamala right. Harris did to trans exactly. people as the AG of California. Uh, and hopefully we'll learn, but we'll still grow up with the feeling that they are as equal a partner in their democracy as as any white person or any man. And I, that is good. So I, yeah. I don't want to. I'm just no. an asshole. And I'm just. Gonna yeah. yeah I, I mean, <laughs> we agree with each other. <laughs> yeah. I, I just think it's important because to acknowledge that, because that is a cool achievement. Um <laughs> it just sucks that it's her. I'll just keep saying that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it would have been but good if it was. But it's not Hillary. Yeah. <laughs> That's I what I know. keep saying in my head as like my pat on the back, feel better about life sentence. <sighs> yeah. You know, you know who is Hillary Clinton? Hillary Clinton. Yep. So yeah. what's next? What are we? What are we? What are we doing next? Can we, can we do, can we do the uh, fun I can thing? go. Can we do the fun? I thing? can talk. Yeah. Can, yeah. can we do it? Can we do, so, it? Can we do it? Please. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thank you. do a fun thing and then Please. I'll do a sad thing. I'm gonna do it. You guys, yeah. <laughs> it's cool. I'm gonna do it now. I, uh, I yeah, I story. wanted to start today. Well, we could talk a little bit about the legal shenanigans that Trump is is trying to fabricate. But I love I think that. First, we should talk about Four Seasons Total Landscaping. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> uh. Is is this story old now? Yes, but it's never no, gonna not be it's funny. It's never gonna get old. Uh, never. So we just gonna we're just gonna just enjoy it every when last I, morsel, really slurp it up. I am an old man on my deathbed in four years. I think the last joyful thought that crosses my mind <laughs> as the blackness overtakes me will be remembering that time Trump held a press conference that Rudy Giuliani had to speak at for an hour. <laughs> In a landscaping company's parking lot. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. I, yeah, if you guys missed this on Saturday, the uh, Trump team announced a press conference from his his legal team that happened to coincide to the hour with the calling of the election and Joe Biden's mm-hmm. win. Uh, and the president first tweeted that it would be happening at the Four Seasons in Philly. I love the Four Seasons in Philly. Love, love it. Um, but that tweet was quickly Classy. deleted uh, and amended to be the Four Seasons Total Landscaping. Amazing. Perfect. And Tilton Bait and Tackle. This landscaping company happens to be nestled between a crematorium and a porn shop. Which oh, in and yeah. of itself is so stunning. And the Waldorf perfect. Auto Zone. <laughs> was that there too? Oh my god! No, he's making a Waldorf Astoria joke. So, so okay. <laughs> There's been a lot of speculation about how he got there, and I don't know. Maybe you guys have heard different stories, but according to the New York Times, uh, the mistake was not 
in the booking, although we don't know. I, I'm going to say this is all what they've put together. The mistake was not in the booking, but in a garbled game of telephone. Um, I guess Giuliani and Corey Lewandowski told Trump that the conference was being held at Four Seasons Total Landscaping. But Excellent. he heard what he wanted to hear because, of course, he did. Um and then they also reported uh, that the campaign had always intended to hold a news conference in a friendlier part of town because the area near the Philadelphia Convention Center where, you know, they'd been counting all the ballots had been swamped with Biden supporters. And I guess they'd had tried to do conferences there earlier in the week, but they kept being drowned out by people blasting music over them. <laughs> and so... So they chose uh, something in the only pro-Trump enclave in town. Um, anyway, that's one version of the story that's been put forward. But I still have my money on total accidental booking of it. Yeah, yeah. I would I mean, not take I, that bet. I, I, think I think you would win that money. I think um, what, I, Billy... either version of it is funny to me, though. We uh, we we talked with Billy Wayne Davis earlier for another show, and he pointed out that there there is a Trump hotel in Philadelphia, and that it's is very such nice. a good point. That um, is such a good point. And, and I, I think it's very clear <laughs> that what happened is the president tweeted something, either having told someone to get the Four Seasons and not gotten confirmation that they could, and then they found out that no, the Four Seasons right. can't or isn't willing, and. Uh could not handle the thought of being wrong and so yeah they went with the landscaping company which like, is that still almost wrong, has to be what happened but it's yeah i mean the version that this is floated i'm like is this something that they're floating as the cover or you know i just love it and i can't get enough and then no no it'll never not be the funniest thing that's ever happened it got even better this week when our friends in the furry community made a delightful a uh, VR <laughs> chat room where furry avatars romped around outside yeah. Four Seasons, total landscaping, you know, mocking the whole debacle. Um, if you guys haven't seen it, please look that. Please look it up. Um, yeah, absolutely. What? <laughs> Thanks to our friends, the furries, the focus of the friends. only actual episode of the show as we, right, it, right. we ever got to do. Um. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, the plan, and then yeah. That it was, was a good fun. plan. It was a great episode. It was a really good plan, really good episode. Um, it definitely <laughs> kind of it, it, people paid attention to that more than what was talked about there in general because it's so dumb. But you know, it, dumb, dumb, da dumb, dumb, da dumb, uh, da dumb, dumb, dumb. What's da -dum. not funny? It is, got dumber. Um, it got dumber. got dumber. It's getting <laughs> continuously dumber. Uh, but what's not funny is this administration's refusal to accept the results of the election uh, and their mounting attempts to undermine it by fabricating claims of voter fraud. I mean, I maybe one, maybe you find that funny. I don't know. I, for one, am shocked that the guy who in 2016 refused to commit to accepting the results of the election is refusing to accept the results of an election. I'm shocked by it. it it's whoa. very surprising. Really um, out of character whoa. for the man who's been talking about this for years. I love the tweets. There's always a tweet, but basically a tweet from 2016. I tw I retweeted it. Vladimir Putin says uh, Hillary. It's basically saying not conceding is humiliating. Yeah. Um, he also tweeted right. about the Electoral College in uh, 2012, I believe. Sure, there's a tweet for everything. it's awful. Yeah, it, it, it is. It's, it's, a, it's a tired meme, but it's always true. It's always frustratingly true. always true. It doesn't matter either because you can show him that tweet and be like, I don't know what Twitter is, and then we'll forget <laughs> about it. But um, Yeah, so this is Trump. Our campaign will start prosecuting our case in court to ensure election laws are fully upheld and the rightful winner is seated. The American people are entitled to an honest election. That means counting all legal ballots and not counting any mm. illegal ballots. Oh, his Twitter feed, by the way, has been just something yeah. else. Unhinged. Off the charts. Yeah. I am the We're winner. We're fully hinged and unsettling. I just don't trust yeah. anybody who tweets in all caps that often. It's just very creepy. Very oh, creepy. hey. I, I'm sorry. Caps Lock is Caps Lock. control for cool. No. Mm -hmm. Um... How you so, get your point across. As of now, they've filed many lawsuits. Uh, I'm not going to go into details in all of them, but Pennsylvania, Arizona, Nevada, Georgia, all bullshit reasons like lack of transparency or use of Sharpies, which, by the way, <laughs> use of Sharpies 
That's only at like one polling precinct that they did that. Um, and it's fine. It's fine. It's actually better. For, it's better for the machines because a normal pen smudges and a Sharpie dries really fast. Anyway, uh, it's not going well because, of course, it's not. You're not going to be able to do a lawsuit based on nothing. You're not going to get traction. And apparently even some of his lawyers are starting to get nervous and waffly about it. Um <laughs> <laughs> you guys might have heard of Jones Day. It's a big uh, firm. They represent bad clients uh, or they call them controversial, you <laughs> yeah, know, like yeah. Big Tobacco or the Bin Laden family. I know lawyers <laughs> represent people that have fucked yeah, up. So yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, everybody needs a lawyer. Everybody needs their lawyer. There's, no, there's been some uh, reporting. Let's do away with that. <laughs> I don't want to be a controversial. Um, there's been some reporting that they're they're worried that, you know, to be. They're worried that they might be helping Trump undermine American elections and whatnot. Uh, why would they worry about that? That's why a weird would they worry, worry about that? That's so but weird. Then today <laughs> they released a statement saying that, basically saying that they're not affiliated with Trump at all, but rather the Pennsylvania GOP in their fight against the mail-in ballots deadline, which to uh, me is basically the same thing, undermining democracy, but while at the same time trying to distance themselves from Donald Trump. Yeah, the cowards. That's how I, that's how I perceived it. I don't I, know. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're all, they're all, uh, there's calculation, there are calculations going on. There have been since uh, election day. Uh, so how many. do we, how do we jump ship? Where do the rats go? What's do time? I do I am I a little, I'm a little rat? Do I put on a little top hat? Do I try to pretend I'm a, I'm like a tiny little puppy? Do I, I do I commit to being a rat? It's all you know. They're all they're all doing their own. Their own I don't know there. who tweeted this. Some senator saying that a lot of Republican colleagues have come up to mm-hmm. them and said, um, "Please give our congratulations to Biden. Uh, we can, we would say it, but we can't yet." Yep. Like, what the fucking cowards, bunch of like cowards. Yep. Uh, Chris Coons is shoots uh, them into yeah. the sun. Uh huh. I'd love to. Yeah. Um, no more. No more. None of them. Yeah. I and that. Uh, I'm sorry, but this just gets to a problem, which is that, like, if we're going to continue to have a democracy and have any hope of the world getting better, the Republican Party has to be completely destroyed as an institution and all of its present elected leaders who have not been screaming this entire time about how fucked up shit is yeah. need to no longer have any sort of political career um, yeah. or any other career. I, yeah, I, these fucking gormless, gutless wretches. It's yeah. just like... It's disgusting. Fuck um, you people yeah. and fuck anyone who feels good because they like sneak up and are like, hey, I actually think it's it's okay that Biden got elected, but because of the fascism, I can't say anything. Like, you fucking... God, I have so many of these people I want to fucking hit in the yep. face. It's okay to do... Sorry. No, you're... I mean, it, they're, yeah. vile, they're vile cowards. Um, yeah. And uh, any mention of that, and like, that person shouldn't work anymore in politics. Get out of here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Any attempt to say that is now being framed as fascism. It's actually fascism uh, to, like note uh who helped usher it in to note who helped maintain it yeah. for as long as they it can. is not that fascism. that's actually doing a fascism yeah no i i don't want to punish them for for their what they've said i want to punish them for the criminal actions that they have taken yeah and refusing to enthusiastically and loudly abide by the fucking constitution as an elected lawmaker which they're doing is a fucking crime. Like I agree. Drumming up this fucking bullshit yep. uh uh distrust in the system um is is a crime and it will have a body count and these people should be fucking again we need a federal bureau who just goes around hitting people right in the fucking jaw. <laughs> That's productive. Yep. Like get yeah, that guy, uh, get yeah, that dip- guy from Guardians of the Galaxy. What's his name? The MMA guy. Bring him in. He'll do it. Have him yeah. just punch I bet people he will. Right he hasn't the worked in a while. Yeah. Depart- Department of Nazi punching. Um, yeah. Guys, we have to take a quick break for an ad, I think, yeah, about okay, right now. I can't wait. Do in the show. So then we're going to do that now. Good but call. stick around for more after. You got it. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through it together or not. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Mother's Day is coming, and mom doesn't want flowers. She wants a cocktail. Here's a hint. Get mom Bartesian. It's the countertop cocktail maker that creates your choice of over 60 premium cocktails in less than 30 seconds, each at the touch of a button. Flowers die. Happy hour comes back every day. So get mom the machine that makes amazing cocktails with real fruit juices and craft bitters. Best of all, get $50 off a Bartesian premium cocktail maker with the purchase of one pack of cocktail capsules. So instead of getting mom a reason to fill a flower vase with water, get mom the easiest, fastest way to fill her glass with the floral notes of gin. The best cocktails are premium cocktails and the best day to get it for mom is Mother's Day because you can get $50 off now for a limited time. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother to get the best premium cocktail maker for mom at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. Everything is so dumb, 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 dumb. And we're back from that break. As promised. Yay. We made a promise, or I made a promise for you guys, and legally you are bound to all of my promises and also my lease, um, that car that, that I bought on credit. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just we, we, this is the contract that we signed, and it's fine. Um, but one of the promises that I made that isn't in relation to my gambling debts, um, which you guys are also on the hook for as a heads up. What? Um, what? Is that, is that we were going to, we were going to, after the election, talk about the different the things that would be better and the things that also would be worse with Biden as president than with Trump. Um, and I don't have that episode ready. And maybe we'll just kind of split it up into pieces because it's actually quite a lot of work. But when I when I was prior to the election talking about expressing my feelings on Twitter that broadly speaking, things would be better with Biden. Someone reached out to me who had a family in Cuba and family and I think it was Bolivia. Um, and expressed their feeling that they were they did not believe things would get better. They thought they would get things things would get better for Americans, but that things would be worse for people in a lot of places overseas if Biden was in mm-hmm. power. Right. Um, because Biden's broadly speaking competent, or at least capable of hiring competent people. Um, and when competent people are in power in the U.S. government, they do coups and stuff yeah no there's i mean literally I literally, literally yeah. there's that tweet from that senator who was talking yeah. about the incompetent coup attempt and how yeah. like it, the inco- incompetent american imperialism is what we had and now we're going to get back to the competent kind so and, i want to talk about something joe biden is a part of and this is not a thing like we're actually not going to talk about biden at all because he's not a driving force behind this but he is a part of it it is a thing that he approved of is it is a thing that he has mentioned a couple of times was a good idea and worked out very well. Um, and it is a thing that is emblematic of the kind of foreign policy that we can expect out of a guy who thinks the way Joe Biden does. It's called Plan Columbia. Have y'all ever heard of this? No. Okay, so 
you know, am Columbia. I the only one with the guts to answer? Come yeah, on. Cody, no, no, you fucking no. coward. No, I'm getting. I'm getting. I said. I'm saying no. I'm getting my cord. I love you. I love you too. Thank you. Um. So it's kind of Colombia. You know, some problems as a country. What with the Escobars and the cocaine and the like. Uh, actually, real big deal. Um, and they also have a little bit of a problem with a group called the Revolutionary Armed Forces of Colombia, or FARC, uh, mm-hmm. F-A-R-C, not the website. I mean, the website actually exists to funnel money to the the militant group, but um, that's a story for another day. Anyone remember FARC? No, that's fine. FARC.com? Yes, it was a joke. They don't funnel money to the F-A-R-C. The, FARC, yeah. the, FARC, the FARC of dig, FARC.com? Love a joke yeah, that yeah. has to be clarified. I know. Anyway. I know. It was not a good joke. <laughs> so I'm kidding. Yeah, so the FARC is like a or FARC. I'm just gonna call them FARC. It's like a it's like a leftist, like a a, a left wing militant movement trying to take over Colombia, right? Um, which you can feel about however you feel about, depending on your feelings towards left wing militant movements. I will say that the Colombian government has been dominated by right wingers for quite a while, in large part as a result of uh, the School of the Americas and all of the death squads and stuff that were trained vis a vis that. God. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like whitewash this Marxist group, which has done some bad things, but the government of Colombia has done a lot more bad things. Anyway, so you got this militant group, the FARC, and in 2001, they control like a third of Colombia. Uh, their army is like 20,000 plus fighters, and the government has been completely incapable, really, of of shutting them down. Um, and one of the things that made FARC powerful was the cocaine trade, because once Escobar got killed, like a bunch of different people fell into the mix to kind of pick up because like cocaine was still going to get sold. Mm-hmm. And FARC was like the group that was most successful in in taking over the cocaine trade and using it to fund their guerrilla war. Right. Um, which is fine. I have no problem with selling cocaine to fund a militant uh, act, you. Op, like, is. you know, yeah. insurgency to overthrow the government. I think it's a, a great, actually, probably the best thing to do with cocaine. So 2001, FARC is kind of at its 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 high point, and the U.S. government does what the U.S. government does when a left-wing movement is gaining power in Latin America and says, we should probably deal with this. Um, and out of this comes Plan Colombia. Um, so Plan Colombia, in short, was the United States financing, training the Colombian military, providing them with, um, like, intelligence service, like, hooking them up to the U.S. intelligence apparatus so that they know what's going on and can, like, track the movements of FARC, and giving them these, they're called packages, they're, like, guided missiles, um, that they can use to assassinate rebel leaders, um, so a bunch of stuff in, in Palan Colombia, but it's the kind of shit that we've seen a bunch before. Like the U S government, uh, comes in and says like, we don't like the guys you're fighting. Let's make your army capable of killing them. And also we'll give you air support right. and shit. So the three objectives of Plan Colombia were number one, to diminish the cultivation and production and trafficking of illicit drugs by 50%. That was their stated goal, uh, to bring an end to the violent conflict because a lot of people had died in the civil war. Uh, and number three, to uh, cause economic growth and develop rural Colombia because it was like an incredibly impoverished area, which is why the cocaine trade was such a big deal for this part of the country because they didn't have any fucking money. Um, So three goals. Um, You want to guess which ones got accomplished? Oh, Robert. None of them really, but they they killed a lot of left-wing guerrillas. (laughs) They they murdered a shitload of leftists. but yeah, no, they didn't really succeed at most of the other things. And it's interesting the ways in which they failed. So Plan Columbia, uh, the way that they measured the success of their efforts in destroying the drug trade was by reducing the cultivation area of coca crop, crops, right? So the amount of gr- land that's spent to grow cocaine or the plant that turns into cocaine, reducing that was how they would determine whether or not they had cut uh, drug trafficking by 50%. And if you look at it by that, it looks pretty good. There were 160,000 hectares under cult. Huh? What's what's up, Cody? Okay, uh, continue. All right. Okay. So there were 100. Grow less of it. Let's stop them from growing as much of it. That'll stop drug trafficking. So they they in 2000, there's about 160,000 hectares of of coca under cultivation in Colombia. Um, and by 2006, there's just 74,000. That's almost 50%. Hey, That's a great. Right. No, Mission that is 50. That's more than 50%. I'm bad at math. That's good, right? Great. We did it. No more cocaine. That's why you can't buy cocaine. That's awesome. 
Yeah. That's I'm wow. Efficient. Let's yeah. do let's do it again more elsewhere. All yeah. Places. Now here's the problem with that, and I'm gonna quote from the Oxford Research Group here. <clears throat> The intensified aerial spraying, which is how they would kill cocaine from the air, did not have any significant effects on cocaine production, which only decreased by 5.3% in the period Ah. of implementation. Innovative production processes increased the productivity of coca per hectare, and the increased increased (laughs) coca supply from Bolivia and Peru provided input substitutes for Colombian producers of illicit drugs. So there was actually almost no meaningful reduction whatsoever in the amount of cocaine produced by Colombia, which was one of the goals. Yeah. Now, the other goal was to reduce violence. And, of course, the FARC was not wiped out, but beaten so badly that, and all of their leaders killed that they had to come to the negotiating table and basically give everything up. Like, they were negotiating about how they would hand in their guns. They didn't get shit. Um, they, you know, they got beaten because suddenly the government had U.S. air power and right. U.S. special forces and death squads and shit. Um, but does that mean... So does that mean it was a success that it the the plan Columbia saved lives and stopped the war, stopped the civil war, saved I a think, lot of people? I think I, I haven't been likely? listening to any of this, so I'm gonna guess. Yeah, it worked. <laughs> well, I'm gonna quote from the Oxford Research Group again. Plan Columbia's effects on violence reduction were also rather ambiguous. The increased militarization meant that violence from illegal armed groups decreased substantially over the time of implementation. So that's good, right? The FARC is an illegal armed group, and their (laughs) violence decreased from 489 cases of human rights violations in 2000 to just 168 in 2006. That's That's great. That's less. That's less. It's probably worth noting that illegal right-wing paramilitaries in 2000 were responsible for 1,191 cases of human rights violations, which you might notice is more than twice as many as the FARC was guilty of. And they were decreased. They were decreased to 510, which is more than the FARC was committing at their height. That's more. That's more. That sounds like more still. Now I'm confused and don't know what to think. That still decreases in violence, though, which is good, right? If you well, <laughs> if you if you increase more and then you decrease, so it's less but still more than it was before you increased. Does that count? Well, Cody, let me just read a little bit more here. <clears throat> the decreases in human rights violations by the illegal armed groups, as well as dramatic decreases in some of the main violence indicators, such as the homicide rate, forty three percent decrease, the number of kidnappings, ninety five percent decrease, and the number of massacres, seventy one point four percent decrease, are arguments for the Colombian and U.S. governments to call Plan Colombia a success in reducing violence, which is why, which is why Biden, sorry, they are Biden arguments. calls it a success. Yeah, <laughs> That's true. However, they are. They these are, are points however, that have been made. However. Human rights violations of the public forces, military and police, increased substantially from 270 cases in 2000 to 758 cases in 2006. Worse. (laughs) For example, between 2004 and 2008, army troops extrajudicially executed more than 3,000 peasants, farmers, activists, and community leaders, and then dressed them in FARC uniforms and claimed they were killed in battle. So it's not the terrorists uh, are gone, but the <laughs> but the government they, becomes the terrorists. It's the thing, and Biden will say like we decreased violence in Colombia, and it was like you decreased illegal violence by increasing legal, legal violence. violence. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean it's the same uh, kind of logic of uh, Trump's great like uh, so many jobs we got. Well, yeah, you lost all those jobs. Yeah. Yes, of course they're gaining back because the economy cratered. <laughs> like it's that's um mm-hmm. good it's job great. with. Yeah. It, now, the <laughs> horrible violence that the Colombian military has executed with the enthusiastic help and support of both Republicans and Democrats. Remember, this is not a partisan issue in no, the it's United bipartisan, States. Bipartisan, absolutely. Like at least within the you know the main two parties. Um, during the years of Plan Colombia, there were like about three hundred thousand people in place dis- uh, displaced internally per year, um, and uh, and that's up until I think like two thousand ten or eleven. And yeah, the third thing. So like again, hundreds of thousands of people dis- of people displaced for you, just forced out of villages to try to deny the rebels operating space, which is you know a war crime. Mm. Um, and the third thing that Plant Columbia was supposed to do was alleviate rural poverty. Well, they did that then. Oh, they, they, that's that, there that, are less I mean, rural people. <laughs> that's it. Well, that... but they're all poor still. Uh, but there's less of yeah. them, so. It didn't really do that. That's all I'm going to say. It, it did not really do that. It's, broadly speaking, been bad. Uh, it's been good by the perspective of, I guess, the United States government, who stopped a left-wing movement from gaining power. 
in a part of the global south. So I guess the kind of people in the whatever deep state, whatever you want to call them, tend to like the that sort state, of thing. Yeah. But it was not on balance good for Colombia at all. In fact, it was real this bad. Is, fucking sucks. Is this, yeah. is this, is this, is this uh, the kind of thing that that maybe happens often? Like this, not this exact yes. thing, but maybe like things like yeah. this that sort of just happen yeah. all the time. I mean, again, see the episodes on the School of the Americas that we did in Behind the Bastards. Um, I, I Again, we have other things we'll talk about throughout the rest of this year that we'll be doing the show that are things that will be as bad or worse under Biden as they were under Trump. This is one of them. Biden is not going to stop doing this sort of shit. Biden is mm. going to approve. And like, you know, we saw what a Trump attempted coup in Venezuela looked like. And in Bolivia. Yeah, well, I don't know yeah, how much yeah. Trump was involved in Bolivia, but a lot of people, like, I'm not going to weigh into that one. But we've seen two coups, one of which the U.S. government definitely was involved in, one of which they were probably Probably. at least a little involved in, and they were both really incompetent. Um, Maybe we'll talk about Honduras next time, you know? Yeah, Yeah. well, Well, because also when these things happen under Trump, uh, because, and... uh, Because, because, I mean, rightfully so, Orange Man bad. Like, that's true. It's just a true thing about him. Uh, But when things happen like that uh, under somebody like him... People are like, well, that's bad. That mm-hmm. he shouldn't do that. But when it's a respectable right. politician like Joe Biden, who we who we love, folks, we love him. We love. Well, him. if they're uh, even paying attention, exactly. They don't uh, care then, enough to notice. Or well, if Biden it, or has if it do- talked about Plan Colombia. Yeah, and if and if it does, if these things happen, then they're generally supported because, uh, well, Joe is he's the he's a respectable. He's a good guy. He's 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 he does it presidentially. Trump does it like fucking Donald Trump. So it's not going to get the kind of pushback or uh, perspective or spotlight that maybe a Trump action might. But you know what? We'll get a spotlight, Cody. Uh, putting on a show. <laughs> it's your solo time. You're talking about ads, aren't you? Yeah, but I did enjoy the jazz hands you just gave. <laughs> Thank you. It's ad time. Goodbye. Mother's Day is coming, and mom doesn't want flowers. She wants a cocktail. Here's a hint. Get Mom Bartesian. It's the countertop cocktail maker that creates your choice of over 60 premium cocktails in less than 30 seconds, each at the touch of a button. Flowers die. Happy hour comes back every day. So get Mom the machine that makes amazing cocktails with real fruit juices and craft bitters. Best of all, get $50 off a Bartesian premium cocktail maker with the purchase of one pack of cocktail capsules. So, instead of getting mom a reason to fill a flower vase with water, get mom the easiest, fastest way to fill her glass with the floral notes of gin. The best cocktails are premium cocktails, and the best day to get it for mom is Mother's Day, because you can get $50 off now for a limited time. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother to get the best premium cocktail maker for mom at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great tasting, all natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to symbionica.com. C Y M B I O. T-I-K-A.com. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Everything is so dumb, 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 dumb. Ugh, those ads. I don't know about y'all, but I am just so aroused um, Ooh, by yeah. capitalism. Yeah. Capitalism Horny has engorged me. Absolutely. Thirsty for products. I'm going to go Ugh. come some money on the internet.
Mm-hmm. Speaking of Those coming money, let's talk a little bit more about the U.S. government's actions in Colombia. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to get it. So I, I've explained what, broadly speaking, what Plan Colombia was and why it was bad. I had been planning to do a Behind the Bastards episode on it. I've read like half of a book on it, and then the plague hit and other things overcame my mind. We'll get back to it one of these days. But I wanted to make it clear just kind of exactly where Joe Biden himself is within this horrible thing that killed a shitload of people, Um, because I think that's important. And I'm going to quote from an article in The Intercept uh, on Joe Biden's foreign policy. And this is about Plan Colombia. Biden championed the legislation as member of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, and in a way, the plan was a continuation of the anti-drug measures he'd promoted throughout the 1980s as a member of the Judiciary Committee. Domestically, as a tough-on-crime senator, Biden pushed for more policing, even criticizing Reagan for not locking up enough people. In Latin America, efforts Biden backed played out as whack-a-mole strategies, with the DEA and international partners chasing drug traffickers from one route to another, but doing little to curb total production, demand, or the northward flow of drugs. Plan Colombia only increased the emphasis on a heavy-handed, militarized response to the drug problem, pushing production and trafficking routes from more isolated to more populated parts of Colombia. As Stephen D. Cohen put it recently in The Baffler, Plan Colombia was in effect to global South pacification what the 1994 crime bill had been to domestic policing. This past January, during a primary campaign stop, Biden said to the Des Moines Register, I'm the guy who put together Plan Colombia, which given the legacy of the plan, might sound like a confession, but was certainly meant as a boast. Just in case you're wondering the degree to which Joe Biden knows what was happening over there. Yeah, he does that a lot. Um, yeah. In that, and it, not, he not didn't that specifically. Make it, but like, right. yeah, he's but lying like, about that. But Lying yeah. about things and sort of taking credit for things that actually suck um, mm-hmm. and uh, are bad. Um, but yeah, he played a significant role in it, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of Joe Biden. <laughs> mm-hmm. Our beautiful, our beautiful new uh, man president. So we talked a little bit earlier about how perhaps uh, going back to the normalcy of right before Donald Trump was elected president is maybe not the smartest and safest thing to do uh, in order to prevent that from not happening again. Um, And this is uh, there's a lot of speculation out there on his moves, what he's going to do. Um, with his cabinet and things like that. So uh, some of this is a grain of salt. He has put started to put together a transition team. Um, I don't know if you've been online hearing what people uh, people on the news are saying. Trying pe- not to. Hearing what, like, let's say John Kasich has to say about what the Democrats uh, should do. No, thank you. Um, maybe- uh, famed leftist John Kasich. I remember during the Portland uprising when he flipped that cop car and threw a Molotov <laughs> into the Justice Center. Exactly. We, Real radical, uh, that job. We I need think to, you have the same person. We <laughs> need to thank John Kasich for everything he did to not flip Ohio. <laughs> thank you, John. Thank you, John, thank for you, all John. of your hard work. We need to thank the Lincoln Project for all of their hard work, making sure that not 90% of Republicans vote for Donald Trump like they did in 2016, but rather 93% of Republicans <laughs> vote for Donald Trump in 2020. Thank Hats you. Hats off to you, kind sirs. Hats off to Mr. Project for all of their good help. Um, and so, uh, that is, uh, expected. This is all expected stuff. The framing of how actually like going to the right and getting those Republicans is is actually what helped. And your, your Medicare for all your defund the police, all that stuff. That's what made us almost lose. I don't even know how they're framing it. It's nonsense. Uh, it's very frustrating because, uh, the seats that were won in the house, uh, by Democrats, uh, largely DSA, uh, or DSA style candidates, and the inside plan is to purge all of that nonsense um, in favor of this more respectable, um, I guess, Republican-friendly uh, way of governing, which uh, is not new to the Democrats. Uh, one might posit that it had something to do with arriving at Donald Trump. Uh, one might posit that doing that in general um, is maybe not what needs to happen when, as Robert, you were talking about earlier and what Republicans are currently doing and what they did and what they're trying to pretend to be. They're trying to pretend to be respect, respectable now uh, and reasonable. And uh, Mr. Biden, he he loves eating it up. And so it's just generally frustrating, even a John, John Ossoff, who uh, we'll probably talk about um, in the future in the as well, because because that is like that is an important race because it's the difference between um, uh, being able to do anything. <laughs> Uh, but he even to uh, the interview with him today talking about how like 
I don't want this. I don't, I'm against this, 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 and this. And those are like things like the Green New Deal, Medicare for All. Um, all things that poll really high, um, at least according to exit polls, in his state that he is running in. Right. Um, exit polls are, uh, we, you know, exit polls, they're early. Um, so don't take them uh, at face value necessarily. Also, with so much mail-in voting, it's very hard to uh, really put too much stock into them. But these ideas are popular, and uh, shying away from them is how you um, don't invigorate the base that you want to invigorate and get new voters in. It's how you get from 90% of Republicans in 2016 to 93% of Republicans in 2020. Just a few notes on Joe Biden's transition team coming up. Uh, some beautiful, beautiful. We exec- have Meg Whitman. Uh, well, so well, Meg Whitman, we're we're thinking might be in the cabinet. So we're, oh, we're oh, uh, oh, fingers oh. crossed there. Um, Republican former CEO of uh, Quibi, the oh, go- oh, the famously ah. founder of Quibi. Yeah, you know, I could He's, use a, a Quibi of politics. Mm. Mm-hmm. Just a quibby, just a quibby of it. Just a quibby, yeah, just a quibby. Um, like the Biden administration will be a nice little quibby uh, in between two fascist regimes. Exactly, just a, a quibby of neoliberalism to yeah. usher in the new fascist regime. We're very yeah, just excited a quibby of it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, God, they really thought that. Let's just just for a second. They really <laughs> thought that was going to be a thing. Like people were going to Google quibby, like yeah. my and start God. using. Yeah, Pathetic. I'm going to get a but, quibby. I love watching. Uh, uh, Television and movies only on my phone. For but five take those razor sharp instincts and put them in the cabinet. Yeah, exactly. Let, like, let's take that and put it into America. She's it's got her wi- finger on the pulse. It's it's wild because it's also like that is that is the way of thinking of uh, Donald Trump was a businessman. Let's put him in charge of the country. He was a failed businessman. Uh, and it was a bad idea. And it's just the same kind of like, well, yeah, let's get the Quibi lady in there. It's so wild. Um, She's also a big this... donor. She's a big donor. Oh, of course. I mean, exactly. Yeah, with all of her is. Quibi money. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you mean all of her Quibi Quibbies? All of her, yeah. Just a, qui- a, just a Quibby of dollars. Uh, oh, a fistful God. of Quibbies. Um, you know, instead of instead of like Googling Quibi and, and making it into a term that way, what if we Santorumed Quibi? Oh, oh. wow. Yeah. I, I don't know if I want to start using Quibi. Uh, I got a real hard way. Quibi, and my Ooh. anus has not stopped oh, bleeding. Yeah. I mean, it's, oh. it's and it's qu- the kind <laughs> of Quibi where, like, you can't really sit down or stand up because you got Quibbied so hard. Right. Oh, and you, need, you, need, you need gloves and disinfectant. And it's yeah. Just, oh, yeah. Because the, the Quibi's going to get infected real bad when you're Quibi and yeah. right. When you're Quibi and right. right, boys. Right. Yeah. All right, boys. I'm stepping in here. Okay. <laughs> do you have more? Do you, do you, do you have more thoughts about quibbying or no. being quibbied? Why or, are we still talking about this? Because it's, it's very a, a funny. Important. Uh, it is funny. for our nation to heal. But I, I do recognize that I started this tangent that Cody wasn't going to talk about this at all, and Cody prepared other things to say. I love talking about Quibby. Um, oh, okay. So thank you. Um, no, it's it's people like her. It's uh, executives from Lyft, Airbnb, Amazon. Uh, J.P. Morgan, Chase, Uber, Visa. All really, these, really aggravating. Yeah, it's extra- incredibly aggravating and incredibly expected. That's the that's the most frustrating part. Is that like, CEO yeah, of course of that's going to happen. What? Uh, not are no, not any, CEOs necessarily. Any, just uh, like relatives on that list. Are we going to have any in? Oh, uh, we don't have we don't have yet confirmation of uh, Secretary of Education Hunter Biden. But fingers <laughs> crossed. Fingers crossed. Um. And uh, I mean, there's either yeah either way I think Hunter Biden's going to be the Secretary of Education even if yeah. Trump somehow pulls out a win and you know we, what yeah exactly he'll still, still, still do steps it steps above Betsy DeVos fucking bitch ass no because I, again Awful I don't think person. Hunter Biden is absolutely a crack addict absolutely has used his father's name in order to make money probably hires prostitutes which is fine as long as they're of age. Um, but I don't think that Hunter Biden actively hates children. So in that, yeah, she exa- is better than Betsy yeah, DeVos. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He, he nailed it. He's good. He's he's good actually for that position specifically. Yeah, keep it. He's keep fine. It coming, Cody. Let's do this. Oh, uh, do you want to? All right, I mean, let's do it. Just one more quibby of info, Cody. Just one more quibby. One more quibby. Uh, and we've got we about can, a quibby we left. We got a quibby, quibby left. Then we'll we'll tie a little knot on that quibby, and then we'll uh, quibby it through the postal service. Um, Someone uh, tally up how many times we've said quibby. 
Speaking of the postal service, watched Quibi. Sorry. I mean, speaking of the postal service, though, uh, this is going to keep happening. Um, One of the many, one of the postal workers that has been talking about how all these ballots have been fabricated and tampered with uh, admitted that they were lying. It's a Project Veritas scoop uh, that he that they they're tampering, Uh, and it's of course once again the Washington Post specifically poking holes in Project Veritas's bullshit. Um, anyway, that turned out to not be true. Very big surprise That's cool. there. No, like every single other scoop like of theirs. every single well, yeah, other did, scoop of theirs. Because they, like, the guy had to get questioned, and he would have gotten in legal trouble if he'd lied. That's how oh, it happens. There's a quote that, I, this just came out. Yeah, this is from the House Oversight Committee. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Um, breaking news, Erie, Pennsylvania, USPS whistleblower completely recanted his allegations of a supervisor tampering with mail-in ballots after being questioned by investigators, according to IG. Here are the facts. Richard Hopkins is a USPS employee in Erie, Pennsylvania. He signed a sworn affidavit with allegations of ballot tampering fraud and went public through Project Veritas. The IG began investigating this week. IG investigators informed committee staff today that they interviewed Hopkins on Friday, but that Hopkins recanted his allegations yesterday and did not explain why he signed a false affidavit. <sighs> might, I okay. might know why. <laughs> I might know why. Is this I, the one example that they have for all of their claims? <laughs> uh, no, there's, there's more bullshit out there. Um, this is just one of the beautiful ones because it's Project Veritas once again, just like falling flat on their ass with their lies and misrepresentation of videos and things, claims. Um, but they will stick around forever because nothing matters. Um, speaking of nothing mattering, um, Amy Klobuchar is being considered by Joe Biden for attorney general. What? Um, what? What? Again. What? Grains of salt. We don't know. These are reports. This is horrifying. Uh, um. Oh my God! Ugh, Amy you just Klobuchar broke is that AG. to all of us, God. Cody. It's you going, must feel God. terrible for doing that. It's How going, dare you tell me go, that? It's going How to be all of them. You? It's like in this again, like God. Uh, he's going to make Beto the Secretary of exactly, Defense. I'm exactly. Calling it now. Like this is. I mean, that'll be Buttigieg probably. Uh, yeah. But oh, like, Jesus Christ! I mean, what do you want from me? It's like it was like the writing was on the wall in fucking March. They all consolidated against the other guy to get Joe Biden I'm ahead, not happy, and then Cody. and that was the deal they made. That was the deal. That was what, the deal. You just judge bombed us. Don't they do made that. the deal? I didn't do it. They made the deal. Like they got the actually- calls. I don't know. I, I know. I think Sanders is apparently lobbying hard to be Labor Secretary, which would be the absolutely the thing That's to do with one. Bernie yeah, Sanders. Exactly. Yeah, um, that ain't happening either. No. Um, I. What do you bet? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean. I mean. You know. Fingers no, crossed. He I. I. I he don't. Should. I don't think if he it's, wants us uh, to swallow a Klobuchar AG. <laughs> You but the thing, but the thing the is, but the thing is, and this is what Democrats understand: it doesn't matter. We will swallow anything they give us. Yeah, we can't do a fucking thing no, about it. I'll stop my foot yeah. real loud, sir. It's I'll like have you know. Yeah. There's two restaurants in town, Man. and one of them is we will cut your genitals off and cook them in front of you, and then execute you and your children. And the other is poop. Have some poop. And it's like, yeah, I'd prefer the poop, yeah. No, no, you love poop, actually. You love it. You eat it every day because you got to eat something. Um, Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the thing, right? They got the calls, and then the next day, the team was like, ah, Buttigieg dropped out, Kloby dropped out. And then they got something out of it. Maybe it was this, maybe it's something else. Maybe they'll be disappointed and they won't get anything, and uh, Bernie Sanders will be uh, the president. (laughs) But, um... It's, uh, it's uh, you know, nothing matters. Uh, remember when Amy Klobuchar uh, actually uh, declined to prosecute the uh, police officer yes. who uh, killed George <laughs> Floyd? Okay. Oh, so you know what I was going to say. Okay, that's Yeah, I did. Yeah, that's okay, why cool, I don't cool. think it's possible for her to be AG. Oh, it's possible. We'll that's the beauty so of America, angry. Katie. It's I do think that people... Probable. I would hope that people would like... Not do that. No, loudly that dissent. Every, I mean, there will people being like that's bullshit. But the majority of the party and the people who uh, whose opinions matter uh, will be like, hell yeah, Clobes, you Man, did it. My good feelings about this weekend have already gone away. <laughs> 
Uh, but again, again, I like I, I prefaced this earlier, and we don't know. Um, these are definitely all signals. Uh, we've been getting signals similar to this for from the since the beginning of time. Um, so maybe this won't be a thing that happens, but uh, there are definitely conversations we'll happening uh, where nothing matters. Um, nothing from I mean, like. Kamala Harris on stage was like, Joe Biden, you're racist and you were racist to me specifically. And then <laughs> when she was it. asked about it, she laughed about it. That was a debate. It didn't matter. See, Kamala Harris dropped out first. She dropped out first. And now God. she's the vice president. It's all nothing matters. It's like because there's even a way for that to work. That would be like human and honorable where Biden could have been like, you know, uh, I didn't think about things that way until she explained them to me, and I really respect that she was willing right. to show me the error of my ways. And she could right. have yep. been like, "I absolutely mean what I said," uh, but Joe has grown, and like, you know, the fact that he picked me proves that he's a man who's able to listen to. But instead, yeah, they do yeah. the yeah, uh, no. diet version of what Trump did with Four Seasons. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, it, it, because we are all diseased. God, I hate this all, all so diseased. much. It's the I'm, most unhealthiest I'm, bullshit in the world. I'm angry and I think we should end the episode. <laughs> well, I just want to say, I just want to say, I talk about anarchism a lot on these shows. Um, and the hardest thing for me has been like, I, there's a sizable chunk of, of anarchists that I know who are not electoralists and who do not vote and do not think anyone else should. And it's because of this bullshit. It's because they say like, th th like, the system is horrible. The plan Columbia shit will keep happening no matter what. And by perpetuating it in any way, you are a part of this, like, this this engine of terror. You're part of holding up hierarchy, of holding up these unjust power structures. And I am not someone who says you shouldn't vote, because I do think it matters. And I think there are vulnerable people who are going to be less harmed under Biden. But the anarchists aren't wrong just because I don't, agree with that aspect in all measures. They're not wrong because we should be just burning it all down. <laughs> like on a yeah. moral level, we should be, there should be more things on fire than there are presently until things are better. Um, of course, I mean the fires, Minecraft. Yeah. Where, yeah. Where, where you, yeah. Get your, you get your flint and steel and you just like, you, you, you yeah. right click on the, on the, on the block yeah. and it's on fire. Yeah. And I, I just, it's very hard for me to get into the state of mind that I've had to be in this year where I'm analyzing politics as like the thing that it is as opposed to what I think it should be and like mm -hmm. trying to I just don't well, like it. It's bad. Well also it's easy it's easy to say uh it's the easiest thing in the world to be like, well obviously Donald Trump is bad and obviously he yeah. lives in another reality. Yeah. Um that's easy. Uh, this is, in a way, more frustrating because it's less obvious and uh, more people are not as susceptible to understanding it. And so I yeah. think what you're yeah. saying is congrats to, to Chuck Schumer. That's what you were saying? Congratulations to Chuck Schumer. Uh, oh, reelected. Yeah, Chuck yeah, Schumer. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. And Nancy Pelosi, I'm sure. I'm Congrats, sure Nancy Chucky. will stick around. Oh, I can't um, wait for her to clap again. Clap. I mean, she keeps in saying... She keeps capable. saying... She's not going to, and then she keeps doing it. Of again, course so. she does. Yeah, because um, she has power and she's addicted to it, and it has yeah. broken her as it breaks every single person who gets and it. And also terrified of actually executing that power. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In incapable of effectively executing power, but needing to hold on to it no matter what. Yeah. Um, maybe we should abol abolish power. Maybe we should abolish note, power. I'm going to use my power to tell you guys to uh, plug plug where people can find you on the internet because the, the episode's over. My back hurts. we got to end this, dudes. All right. All right. <laughs> worst year pod. pod. Yeah. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. And where on can, the and, things. And where can we find you, Katie? I'm Katie Stoll. Online. And, and, and Coates, where can we find you? Dr. Mr. Cody on Twitter.com. Nerd. Robert. All right. Uh, Whitehouse.gov. <laughs> is my, yeah. my personal website. Nice. Have a great day, guys. Love you all. Bye. Worst Year Ever is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Get in zone, auto zone.
Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I got to change the oil in my car. Right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic with an STP Extended Life Oil Filter for only $36.99. What do I do with my old oil? We can recycle your used oil for free. And do you have oil for my old work truck? You can find the right high mileage oil to help it go farther right here at AutoZone. Restrictions apply. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.